It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where a Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give you sort of the grace and space to do that. Welcome to The Session. And one thing that Tom and I talk about a lot on the show is making memories and the importance of memory making as it comes to your family and the raising of your kids. And we've got a very special show for you today because Tom (laughs) got a microphone in front of his family and we spent a lot of time just talking and going through memories with his family. And we're going to share some of these with you this morning, not to embarrass Tom's kids, although there is a joy in that, isn't there? (laughs) It's right. It's hard to do. But But we're going to share a lot of laughter, and we're going to talk about the importance of memory making with our families in different ways. That's right. Using the memories of Tom's now grown kids. And before we get into all of that, Tom, we start with God's Word. We are going to read today out of Psalm 127, verses 3 and following. Believe it or not, Scott, children are a blessing and a gift from the Lord. (laughs) Yes. They really are. Yes. Having a lot of children to take care of you in your old age is like a warrior with a lot of arrows. Wow. (laughs) The more you have, the better off you will be. And the less you'll miss the broken ones. (laughs) That's for sure. (sighs) Because they will protect you when your enemies attack with arguments. Ooh, very good. Yes. I just love that translation that is just something yeah now tom we turn to the importance of what's always a nasty word in any child's vocabulary right chores they go into post-traumatic stress when they hear <laughs> that word scott yes. but we have chores that your kids had to do when someone needed money that weekend for whatever yeah, we'd yeah, go chores. to each other and say hey can i have your jobs That's That's right. Right. They, they, they 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 we had four chores and our allowance is tied to the chores so you had until thursday night to do, to do it yourself no 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 you had until until noon on saturday was it saturday no, you had until Thursday, Thursday night to do right. it yourself, and then come Friday, your job was okay. up for grabs, but your allowance went with it. So it was $10 per job. We had four, one for each of us, and we rotated through them. So you could make $10 if you did, and if you kept your room clean, you could make a bonus five. I don't think anyone ever got that bonus five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll that. I remember you tried to get up early the next day when it was a free-for-all and get the dusting out of the way early. <laughs> Easy $10. Yes. And the vacuuming for easy, too. The bathrooms were... Dusting, vacuuming, bathrooms, and... What was it? Dean liked the bathrooms. You were good at... I can't stand dirty bathrooms. That's why... (laughs) So your kids seem to have a value to chores. Yes. Each chore was rotated through the kids. That's right. Now, why did you do that? We rotated it so that each week they would have a different one so that they wouldn't be thinking it was unfair. And I always have to do the bathroom, and he gets the vacuum. (laughs) <laughs> Who wants to clean up that mess, you know? Well, apparently Dean had a thing for clean bathrooms. Oh, he did. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Dean. Had to bring it up. <laughs> 
Well, he went into the Marines, you know, and they kept things pretty clean there, too. So. Well, that's true. Yeah. There is an importance, though, of teaching responsibility there. It really is. They understood that if they worked, they got paid. They could make more money. What really was good is when it became a free-for-all on Saturday. If a job wasn't done, you could do it and take that money for it. Well, thankfully, everybody survived that. <laughs> Nobody tried to tackle the same job twice in a row. <laughs> You could usually see who was motivated for the money because they were the ones that were, were going for it. One of the girls mentioned the bonus five for keeping the room clean and <laughs> yes. that they never got that. That's right. That would have been Mandy. She <laughs> would have never got that. <laughs> so you, the emphasis of, of learning the responsibility of the chores didn't always translate to cleanliness of the room. Yeah. A clean bedroom, we could probably do a, a show or a series of shows just on keeping the bedroom clean and what some people think, Scott, and what other people think about it. Not everybody is in agreement. Some people believe that's why the bedroom doors are on the door frames. <laughs> <laughs> you could always close the door. There are others who believe when you see Magus coming out of there with their bags packed, leaving, <laughs> that it's time to clean their room. <laughs> there was one time when we moved out of our old house into our new house, I understood Mandy's cleaning system, but it was a little bit embarrassing. She had the canopy bed. Well, we took it apart to move her room, and underneath her bed was everything she owned. <laughs> it was all in a square, kind of rectangular shape, because it was all would fit underneath her bed. So she would... had all solidified by then. <laughs> yes. You're listening to The Session on WVMC-FM. I'm Scott Saunders here with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. We're talking about family memories again this week, and we're doing this not to embarrass Tom or his kids, although it's fun to do, <laughs> but, but to share with you as you're listening today the importance of creating memories for, with your family in right. whatever form that takes. Exactly. And sometimes that form is hanging out together and doing things together as a group. For sure. Now, the boys are athletes mm -hmm. of sorts. You were an athlete. Kathy was an athlete. Yes, but she did she play basketball at all? No, no. Not not until she had kids that were a, a husband who coached it. Uh-huh. Then we have the torpedo shot. Do you guys remember when we lived on Otterbein and we had the basket out in the driveway, we had family basketball games. Mm -hmm. You remember the night we had the family... The Again, I'd like to point out that I'm a foot shorter than everyone in this family. Mom's torpedo I'm shot. Taller, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Torpedo. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Point, torpedo shot. That's right. I remember that. I have yeah. It just went, zoom. No, his yeah. are nice. Have a nice trajectory. Mine is just, boom. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deep in the corner by the garage. Right? No, I just... Line drive, bam. And it went through the net, and I'm certain it continued to rise. I don't know how Mom ever did that. I when it happened, we all stopped the game. We looked at each other. And so I guess what I'm gathering here, Tom, is that Kathy is not known for her basketball acumen. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the importance of those family basketball games? Well, it was spending time together, and it was having fun doing something that we knew the kids would enjoy. Mandy actually enjoyed that? Being a foot shorter, you know, she made sure. <laughs> she made sure to emphasize that. That's right. She was more in the gymnastics, so she was athletic, but she did not have great basketball skills. So it was just about having fun. Well, the driveway, it tapered off right where Kathy took this shot. So we are still are trying to figure out how this really happened today. <laughs> The basket must have been 11 feet for her. The ball went through the basket and continued to rise like it was a plane, you know, going up 
<laughs> on takeoff. I thought, what was funny is at, as it started to rise, the game stopped right then in our tracks. And everybody looked at each other, and there was a moment of silence like they're trying to figure out, how did that just happen? <laughs> Is that even possible today? And mom did it. And mom did it. Yes. What was the torpedo shot more, or is more that mom did it? I think it's it's both that mom <laughs> mom pulled that off. She kind of threw it like a football, I think, and it was just right. It went through it, and maybe the net maybe whipped it up in the air, and it kept right on. <laughs> So as we talk about making memories with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling, one of the times that many memories come up is at Christmas time. Yes. And there were lots of memories in the Russell household. I have to go with the Christmas story. Uh, my first Christmas, I thought that was really neat. What Aww. Christmas story? The movie? Tell it. No. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. That was neat. Oh, like, the first time someone had ever read the Bible to you on Christmas? Uh, pretty much. First Christmas family movie. experience, period. Oh, wow. so, really? It's like, I'm a little confused as to what's going on. <laughs> this is different. <laughs> so that was one of the boys talking about their first Christmas. Now that would be? Dean. Dean. Okay, your adopted son. Yes. How old was he when you adopted him? I think it was sixth grade. So that was his very first Christmas, and his memory was of being read the Christmas story. It was tradition. We had uh, traditions, and of course, we've had shows, Scott, in the past on the, the right. power of traditions through the holidays. Well, Christmas morning for us would always start out with, we would read the Christmas story. Dean, being pumped up wanting to open presents, was somewhat shocked by, we're going to what? <laughs> we're going to read? Yeah. And so back then, it, it was kind of interesting when the kids were really small, we would read the Christmas story on the steps. Now, if, if they were to come home for Christmas, they'd cover most of the steps. Well, then you had the grandkids in, and that, you, you'd yeah. probably have to go down the hall a bit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> did you know at the time it was impacting him that much? No, we did not. And that's what was really neat about doing this activity out in California with the kids. Was I, I was not aware of that. And how neat that was. What a testimony it was to him as he was coming into our family and seeing it. How do we do that as a family? How, what kind of things can we do to create that now? We really want to be proactive in our decision-making in terms of family events and getting into their world, doing things that they're going to enjoy, but beginning to talk to them about, as an example, what traditions would they like to see happen or the importance of traditions mm -hmm. if we're talking holidays. If it's a family fun night, well, family fun night for them, we really want to gear into what's going to be fun for them. And we're going to have fun being in our kids' worlds. As parents, we look back at the torpedo. We look back at stories like that. And now it's rich, Scott. It really is. This is the session on WVMC-FM, and we're wishing you a Merry Christmas with a special look into Tom's family and the memories of his kids from their time growing up. Tom got a chance to sit down with his family while they were on vacation and just get their kids to share memories. And our point in doing this is to help you see the importance of starting these memories with your family in whatever form or fashion fits your family. Because those memories will live on. And it can dictate so much of what they do as adults with their own families. That's at the heart of why our ministry is heritage. It's what's next. What are yeah. you leaving behind? Yeah. We go to this next segment, and Tom, there's another Christmas memory I'd like to share. How about um, Christmas? You guys want to come downstairs until you brush your teeth. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite part of Christmas was every year, Mandy, 
trying to convince you guys that every previous year you let her open one present on Christmas Eve. <laughs> like we were gonna and you guys that. looking at each other like, did we do that? <laughs> well, I feel like we did that, but she's really out of here. And I feel like probably every other year or so, she got to open something. All right, now, Tom, who is it that's laughing to the point of craziness there? That would be my wife. <laughs> That was probably one of the biggest joys I had in chopping all this up, uh-huh. was all the laughter. Yes. So what was the deal here with Mandy? Well, it was so funny. She wanted to convince us that, oh, come on, Mom and Dad, last year you let me open a present, so why can't I this year? <laughs> and, of course, David is soaking this all in, knowing that last year we didn't, but he knew that Mandy was trying to pull one on us. <laughs> and so, consequently, we we didn't do it. But the confusing thing was, see, Mandy had this thing about opening presents, seeing what they are, and wrapping them back up when we weren't around. And, you know, she was spoiling her own Christmas. <laughs> so my confusion is, why would she want to open this present the night before when she already knew what it was? <laughs> Did you all know she was opening them ahead of time? Well, we may or may not have at times, but we didn't really press it. We just And, and that was kind of the reality therapy that we taught our kids a lot of times is, you, you know what, you can open it. But you're going to ruin your own Christmas. What's Christmas morning going to be like if yeah. you, you know what it is? What, where's the surprise element in it? <laughs> but it was so funny because David just got a kick out of, oh, she's trying it again this year. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other thing about memories is they can happen in, in the most unusual ways and the most unusual times. And family vacations for you all are very special. Yes. One that the kids talked about a lot was Savannah. Yeah. I like when Dave almost dropped me off the stairs. Of oh, you like Savannah? Savannah. <laughs> Scared me half to death. Savannah was fun. Savannah was a lot For whatever reason, I remember it was really good chocolate chip cookies at some, like, cobblestone street area in Savannah. Uh, I remember there being only two people on the entire beach, and Dad knew Dad knew her. All right, we have a lot to unwrap there, and, right. and a lot for you to defend. Uh, <laughs> let's start with David about dropping Mandy. We were hiking up some hill that had steps and i think that mandy had jumped on david's back like a piggyback ride uh-huh and apparently he got to goofing around and jostled her in a way that she wasn't ready for and she nearly fell down the steps but david caught her thankfully yeah uh and then there are the savannah cookies i think that was david that just loved those cookies that was actually jason that was jason okay that loved those cookies and what's interesting is that's a memory that i didn't realize really touched him but apparently they must have pretty good cookies <laughs> well they're guys you that's know true. i mean come on he's always had a thing for chocolate <laughs> <laughs> You apparently knew everybody in Savannah, too. <laughs> There's another theme that recurred through your ear here is that everywhere you all went, you knew people. That's true. I, and, and it's been kind of, kind of a fun thing. When we travel and I'm in public, I am a people watcher. So I'm going to look for somebody I know or recognize. So on our way back from Savannah is when we were tired and we were coming up the East Coast and we thought, oh, let's pull off at that beach. So we walked down the beach, we're coming back and Kathy says, well, let's get in the car and head back. I said, wait a minute, I know those people over there. Let me go say hi to them, and then we'll get in the car and go on. <laughs> and, and my kids are looking at me going, really? <laughs> How do you know somebody on a beach? Yeah, in, in some southern state like, you know, I don't know, I think maybe in Virginia or something. <laughs> the importance is not laughing at Tom's kids or with Tom's kids, but creating the memories to give you something to laugh at. And that is at the heart of what you do at Heritage yeah. And maybe there are some families listening that are saying, you know, we need some help 
creating those memories and just starting the process. Yes. You know, how can they maybe chat with you about that? I can be reached at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com. 